Hello, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of Finding Your Worth. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you listening. Well, I guess I am telling you. Thank you. (laughs) This week, I'm talking about how busy you are, as if you didn't know, how busy I am, and how that being busy is hurting our ability to find our worth. Seriously, there is just so much to do. I wonder, though, how much of it really needs to get done at all. Talking about how much I have to do can make me feel anxious, so let's catch our breath before we dive in. Today we're going to put a little pause into our breathing. Literally, we'll inhale, pause, then exhale, pause, before inhaling again. That's right. I'm going to ask you to not breathe for a few seconds. All right, let's get started with a regular just deep breath in and out. So go ahead, inhale and exhale. Great. Now I'm going to count to four while we inhale, then pause and count for four, then count out for four, and exhale, and so on. All right, here we go. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Now hold your breath for one, two, three, four. Now exhale. One, two, three, four. Pause again. One, two, three, four. Inhale again. One, two, three, four. Now hold your breath for one, two, three, four. Now exhale for one, two, three, four. Pause. One, two, three, four. Good. I love that little space between breaths. I will sometimes throw like a positive thought in there as I count down And I really like it in that space where you're not inhaling and you're not exhaling. It's just sort of that silence. When you get good at it, you can slow down that count and breathe. Well, you can either count more slowly or you can add numbers. So you could say count to five or six or seven or eight until I I don't know, until you can't do it anymore. As always, be grateful for that oxygen that's entering your body and giving you life and the carbon dioxide that's leaving your body and giving life to the plants that in turn give life to us and and back again in this miraculous cycle. So, all right, busy. Yeah, I am not being facetious when I say that you really are too busy. I know I am. Do you fill your day with so many tasks that you simply can't accomplish everything? Or do you plan a big project without taking into account all the other things that you have to do? 
I did that second one last week. I had set up some pretty big expectations for myself doing a lot of writing, design work, uh, but also some tech stuff that I really, I don't have a good grasp on. Plus, I needed to get pitches out, right? I need to bring in clients. That's what I need to do. So, uh, oh, and my kiddo had two days off of school. I knew all of this at the beginning of the week, but I really, I didn't honestly calculate how much I could actually get done during the day with him home. I, I like to spend his days, you know, his special off school days doing things that we, we might not otherwise do. Like last week was Halloween. So I planned a Halloween discovery day and I do this every once in a while where we pick a topic and then we just learn about that topic during the day. So for Halloween, we wore comfy costumes all day long, like think, you know, very comfortable uh, character PJs. We had some extra sweet treats. We played games, uh, read books about Halloween, um, and then we wrapped up the day with pizza and Halloween movies. It sounds nice, right? It was really nice, actually. Somewhere in the middle of all of that, in that day, I thought that I was going to write a privacy policy, terms and conditions pages uh, for a website, and redesign another project. And yeah, I'm laughing at myself. Uh, It's tricky, right? My kid is young now, and he wants to spend time with me. And he's a little learning sponge. So doing these discovery days or stuff like that, you know, he's actually taking all that knowledge in and enjoying it in a way that I think we sort of get jaded when we get older about learning. Um, So I know that's going to change. It's supposed to change. But while he's willing to be with me, I want to be with him. So as much as I also wanted to get those other things done, my highest priority was being present with him, not just in the same room looking at my phone or notes or my computer or whatever, really giving him my attention as much as possible. I had other obligations. I had to prioritize and I put him first. Then (laughs) I stayed up late working on that other stuff. It it had to get done. It's not ideal for me to stay up late, but life happens, right? Oh, just because it's funny, he insisted we do Ring Fit Adventure again, which I talked about in last week's episode. So we did that too. And he did his exercise. Um, His little pajama hoodie thing was a Minecraft creeper. Uh, hoodie pajamas, and he did his little exercise in that. It was absolutely adorable. I also wiped down some walls and doors and, uh, you know, shoe molding or whatever uh, and stuff like that that I I could have skipped. Uh, I could have skipped that and done the work that I said I needed to do, could have played more games. So I threw in some unnecessary stuff. Now, I want to um, stop here for a moment and just say, I work from home. I work for myself. So aside from client deadlines or even my own personal deadlines, I can take a day off when I want to. Honestly, I would have taken last Friday off regardless um, from, uh, you know, one of my prior regular nine to five kind of jobs um, so that I could spend the day with him anyhow. But I mentioned this because I do recognize that I am operating from a place of privilege that is not available to everyone, not, uh, not available to many people. And I, I say that because I wish that everyone could have the freedoms and opportunities that I have. 
to choose to spend my time doing what I love the most. And I, I have that opportunity and I know so many people don't. Um, so I just, I wanted to just mention that really quickly. I recognize that in some of my other episodes and I'm sure in future ones too, that I'm, I'm operating from a different place than some other people are. Um, and I only wish for you to have the very best um, that you can. Okay, so out of curiosity, uh, when is the last time you looked at that you know, long to-do list that you create with all of the shoulds and uh, oughts on it, whether it's filled with big stuff or just the day-to-day stuff that you have to do, how much of it moves you forward, fills you with joy or lights you up in some way? How much of it is just maintaining the status quo? And I'm not saying those status quo things don't need to get done. Some of them actually don't uh, ever need to get done. We put stuff on our list all the time that doesn't. Some of those things are on your list because you think you should do them for whatever reason. Maybe there are things that are part of uh, the identity that you have uh, held on to for a long time. Uh, so you do them. You did them before, you do them now. It's kind of a part of who you are, even if those things may not really fit the person you are becoming or hope to become. When I was in my mid-late 20s, um, I started to feel awful all the time. And it took about a year before I saw our doctor. I was then diagnosed with IBS, uh, which later, of course, turned out to be Crohn's. And IBS is a combination of symptoms rather than a disease. So I was told by my doctor to eat well and exercise, which, right, that's so helpful. Thank you. On my own, I found a cookbook uh, and information about how to manage IBS, and I started cooking and more than that, baking almost all of my food. It didn't take all that long for me to begin to identify as a person who bakes. I like sweet foods, but I couldn't eat a lot of the stuff that was made by other people. Uh, I had... I had baked food before, really on and off. I mean, I could, but it wasn't really an identity. Suddenly, though, I was a person who baked. If I wanted sweet things, I baked them. So I did it for me and for my family, friends, work things. But in the past few years, and even more so uh, this year, I've come to realize that my sweet tooth is causing me more harm than good. Uh, I'm struggling with that knowledge. Not just because I've been a sugar junkie my entire life. Uh, it's one of my identities for certain and, um, and certainly also for members of my family like we identify as <laughs> sweet tooths. Because for years, though, I've filled my days with baking. That's also a way that it builds on that identity. The books on my bookshelf, many are cookbooks. M- many of my pins in Pinterest are baking pins of delicious sweet things. Some I've made, some I have not. The actions I've taken have built and reinforced this identity from eating sweets to making them to being the person who bakes all the time. 
Now I'm looking at that identity. Is that really who I am? It's certainly the way some people see me. But is that the way I want to be? Is that a a priority uh, uh, of my life now? I'm still going to bake stuff. But I don't think it can be as central a part of who I am. I don't think it can be sort of one of my primary identities anymore. This opens up a void in my time. And I suppose in my Pinterest account, what new identity will take its place? I don't know. It's too soon for me to know. I'm still working on stepping back from sugar and baking. Um, But when I get there, I'll keep you posted. Have you ever experienced a shift like this? If you ever quit smoking, drinking, anything big like that, you know what that looks like and how you need to find healthier, hopefully, uh, ways to fill your suddenly open time. It got me thinking, though. If it's this easy, so to speak, to shift my identity, deciding I'm no longer a baker, what other things am I doing that could be removed? Like, for me, that mask I put on to please people all the time, how much of my time could open up if I let some of that go and removed that from my identity? I don't know. Uh, I'm on the sugar thing right now. I haven't hit that one yet. The other thing, uh, though, about your time, have you ever noticed how often you do the easiest things first? Not necessarily fun, but like you clean the bathroom, which is good, but was it really the most important thing that you could have done that day? Are there days when you plan to take some really important action but find By the end of the day, your energy has run out and you have done so much stuff, so much, and yet somehow nothing at all, at least nothing that you could take, uh, could take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. A few years ago, I realized I needed to change my life. I didn't know how, I didn't know what. I just knew why I was unhappy all the freaking time and it showed in everything I did in all of my interactions between a full-time job, taking care of my kid, the apartment, my baking, crafting, random stuff that happens in life. There wasn't enough time left for me to find myself and I resented that it would take work to figure myself out when I was already doing so much. When do I get to relax? When do I get to chill out and veg? How could I possibly do the things I wanted to do and the things I needed to do and contemplate the greater meaning of my life? Who has time for that? I did. But this is the trickiest part of all. If you don't value yourself, you will not take the time you need to become the best version of you. You will come up with a million other things to do, a million reasons why you can't find the time for yourself. You will give away your time to others because you are a giver identity. 
And you believe you should because you define yourself by what you give to others and then their perception of you. There's no time left for you to sit and think, to dream, to imagine all the versions of yourself that could be. So repeat after me right now. I am worthy. I am worthy because you are. For a long time, my legacy seemed to be giving things away that were only temporary anyhow, like bain- pa- sorry, baking, painting wrapping paper. I used to do that. It gets ripped off gifts. Some people never even saw that it was painted. And that, that's okay. That's not why I did it. But I, I needed to be creative but I didn't seem to want to burden anybody with anything that they would have to keep. So I was very busy all the time, and I was getting myself nowhere. I love being crafty, but right now, I am being something else, something I need to be. I will knit again, maybe, make elaborate wrapping paper that I should just hang on my wall, Who knows? I I don't know what the future holds. I know that right now, I can't hold space for those things and the other things that I must do to fully be myself. Right now, I am changing my identity to become the person who questions who she is without fear. I spend my time when I'm not doing the absolute musts, thinking with tons of gratitude on all of the experiences of my life and how they got me where I am right now. Now I am taking time for myself for a bit and I'm doing my best to open up my time enough to allow myself to change. There is a better version of me, happier, healthier, more energetic, doing things she loves to do, I know there are still parts of my identity that need to fall away to make room for that new person. And I am eager to meet her. Me, but better. And are you ready to value yourself by being proudly selfish with your time? I hope so. Today's assignment is perhaps a little different, like today's breathing, It's about not doing something, like pausing when you breathe. There's that moment of nothing. Let's see if we can find a a moment of nothing in your day without guilt, because you know you are worthy of space to breathe and space to be. I know this will be hard for some of you, but look at your to-do list. And remove something. It can be small. It can be just a few minutes. But let it be something that you drop off your list. If you don't operate with a to-do list, but you just do things as they pop into your head, well, when some task pops into your head today, just don't do it. I'm the anti-Nike. That's not true. I am actually all about taking action. You've got to take action to get anywhere. But 
If you don't know where you're going, what action can you possibly take to get there? Where, right? You need some open space where you aren't doing so that your brilliant brain can start thinking creatively. And I don't mean creatively as in you want to be an artist. Maybe you really love math, which also could be art, but um, creatively means that your mind opens up to the possibilities and you don't pigeonhole yourself. So meditate if you want, but don't feel obligated. Take a few deep breaths for the sake of it and then just don't do other stuff. You cannot look at your phone or your computer or whatever. That is actually doing something and often not a healthy something. Not doing can actually be the hardest thing you do. But it is worth it. And again, you are worth it. I really hope that you take that moment today to pause to not do and that it gives you the freedom to shift at least a little. I said earlier that I wished for everyone to have the same freedoms and opportunities that I have and I truly mean that. And I want you to figure out who you are by figuring out who you want to be and then I want you to go out and become that person, that best version of yourself Whoever it is, I want you to be that best version. You deserve to be happy and feel fulfilled with your life. Nobody else's life and nobody else's rules about how you should live. Just you and your life. Thank you so much for listening to Finding Your Worth. Please share it with anyone who might benefit. I am humbled and grateful that you took the time to listen today. Thank you. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.